Star Wars 7x7 episode 2054. Today, we venture into the final story arc of the Clone Wars of season 6, and it begins with The Lost One. This is episode 10 from season 6 of the Clone Wars. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So, here we are with the last one. This is a full spoiler briefing, and this is a rather meaty episode. So, this particular episode ties in deeply to Attack of the Clones, and it features something that kicks things off that actually doesn't make sense and isn't really explained. <laughs> so if you'll recall from Attack of the Clones, Jedi Master Sifo-Dyas is the person who is responsible for working with the Kaminoans to develop a clone army. And in this episode, we start off with a distress signal being received from a moon of the Obadiah system. That is the system where the Pike Syndicate is based. And the distress signal is coming from a Jedi shuttle in which Jedi General Plo Koon finds the lightsaber of the long-lost Jedi Master Sifo-Dyas. The big unanswered question, though, and I don't know if it's gonna be answered, is why this ship suddenly started sending a distress signal more than 10 years after it crashed and burned. There's no explanation given in the episode for that, and I don't know, just having looked ahead to the details of the next episode in the series, I don't know if an explanation is forthcoming, so that does seem a little bit odd under the circumstances. And the circumstances are that Darth Sidious and Darth Tyrannus don't want anybody to know what happened with Sifo-Dyas. And as soon as Darth Sidious gets wind of the fact that the Jedi are investigating something related to Sifo-Dyas' death, Sidious has to contact Tyrannus and say, you need to go deal with the pikes and clean up any loose ends. And oh, by the way, this is not the first time you've gotten sloppy and force chokes him from across the galaxy. So obviously this is a big deal. How does Sidious get wind of this, you might ask? Well, when the Jedi start looking into this matter, they find that Sifo-Dyas had been killed on Felucia, allegedly, negotiating a deal with warring tribes there, but the rest of his file has been sealed by the office of the Supreme Chancellor. So Yoda goes to visit Palpatine, and Palpatine says, Master, what did you say his name again was? <laughs> You're really, yeah, selling it. And then goes, oh, well, that all happened while I was still a humble senator from Naboo. You want to talk to Chancellor Valorum. So Yoda goes off to see Chancellor Valorum, which is a nice little cameo. And we find out some dirty little business was happening. So apparently there was a war between criminal syndicates brewing in the Coruscant underworld, and there might have actually been an underworld war on Coruscant. That would have been pretty exciting to see throw down, but they asked Saifidius to negotiate a peace because Saifidius, I guess, had some knowledge of working with the underworld, and they sent him to go talk to the Pikes, and that was the last that they saw of him. So, it turned out that, you know, allegedly there was a flare-up on Felucia and he had to go to Felucia, but maybe that's not what really happened because when Obi-Wan and Anakin go to visit the Pike Syndicate home planet, they talk to Lom Pike, and he reveals that they had been paid by a Sith Lord named Tyrannus to shoot down Sifo-Dyas' ship, 
and they found not only a dead Sifo-Dyas, but a living guy named Silliman, who was a personal aide to Chancellor Valorum, who had also gone missing on this mission. And so they took Silliman prisoner, thinking that someday they were going to need him as a bargaining chip with the Jedi for some reason. And now that time has come, so Pike says, hey, I'll give you Silliman if you quietly, conveniently forget all the trouble that the Pikes have caused the Jedi. And as Obi-Wan and Anakin go to talk to Silliman, who has clearly lost his mind, having been held in solitary confinement for more than a decade, who should show up on Obadiah but Count Dooku, and Count Dooku arrives in time to force choke and kill Silman before he can really tell Obi-Wan and Anakin anything. There is a lot of lightsaber battle that happens afterward, and it's great stuff. It's very exciting. But the big moment is when he gets surrounded with the Jedi on one side and the Pikes on the other, and Lone Pike comes up and says, Tyrannus, you're not welcome here. And Obi-Wan says, wait, this is Tyrannus? because they've heard of Tyrannus before, but they didn't know that Dooku is Tyrannus. They didn't know Tyrannus is Dooku. So now they have that puzzle piece put together, which is a pretty exciting thing to happen here. But as you might expect from Revenge of the Sith, they're not able to capture Dooku or Tyrannus. In fact, Tyrannus actually kills Long Pike before he manages to escape. And the ending of this episode is also shocking in its own right. I mean, Dooku escaping is not shocking, right? So when Obi-Wan and Anakin report back to the Jedi Council, Yoda hears this information and says, well, this means that our enemy created our army for us. What do we do about that? And Mace Windu says that if word of this gets out, then confidence in the Republic and the Jedi and the war effort will be shot and there will be mass chaos. So Yoda says we have to cover this up. We can't let this news go out. And they cut to a frown from Anakin Skywalker via hologram. So apparently he doesn't particularly like this news. But Yoda does say we are basically caught in a web constructed by the Dark Lord of the Sith, and we've got to play his game right now and see where it leads. And, you know, the other rationale that Yoda gives is that, you know, these clones are valiant men and they've saved our lives many times too, so they want to protect the clones as well, because I'm sure that if word got out, then they would be calling for the mass destruction of the clones as well. So there's that to consider, but Man, oh man, can you imagine this council suddenly hit with the bombshell realization our enemy made our army for us? Wow. Holy wow. And imagine seeing that without having seen Revenge of the Sith. That would be even crazier to have that whole thing built up. So anyway, uh, there are two other little things that I want to flag for your attention, which I will do right after the break. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Razor, I've made some changes to the asteroid belt level at patreon.com slash sw7x7 and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com slash sw7x7 and look for the asteroid belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com slash sw7x7. Welcome back. So one other loose end, which I don't know if this is a, you know, Sidious Dooku loose end or an Obi-Wan loose end, or maybe it's just a storytelling loose end. I don't know. But 
you know, we talked in the beginning of the episode about the fact that this shuttle just suddenly sending a distress signal, it was kind of odd and not explained why suddenly a decade later, this ship that's in utter complete ruins and tatters suddenly starts sending a distress signal. It's not a plot by Sidious and Dooku because once they find out something's happening, they're like, oh, we got to shut this down. So in addition, there's the whole question of the Felucians, right? The Felucians said that Siphodius was on Felucia and that he died there and they cremated his body. But that's not the case because he was actually shot down over the moon of the Pike planet and the Pikes had the body and destroyed it. So who on Felucia is lying about this and who are they in cahoots with? And is anybody going to go investigate this? I don't know. But again, I did look at the next episode's description and there isn't any mention of Felucia in that one. So I don't know if this is just going to be left floating and not addressed or what. Uh, we'll see. But that is going to do it for our episode of the show here today. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the galaxy you may be. My Summon is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.